as part of the new Republican passed tax plan of late last year. Opportunity zones are being uh, created throughout the nation that offer steep tax cuts on capital gains taxes in areas that are in or adjacent to census tracts that have 20% or more people living in poverty. Taxes could save about $7.50 for every $100 of investment. So it's a pretty big tax break. So how are the decisions being made in communities around Michigan about which areas would benefit from these development tax incentives? The state government is taking the lead on this. There's about 1,000 potential census tracts. By the rules of the program, you can only uh, one in four communities that, that qualify can be designated as opportunity zones. So the state's taking the lead. Uh, Areas like Grand Rapids and Detroit are offering input on what neighborhoods they think should qualify for these zones. And how are cities making those decisions? How are they deciding what to put forth to the state about where those zones should be? Well, in Detroit's case, for instance, I mean, the whole city could qualify as an opportunity zone. So you can't designate the whole city. So they're they're trying to shore up areas that are are stable, such as... uh, Downtown, Midtown, Grandmont, Rosedale, Indian Village, Southwest Detroit. And that's causing some debate about equity issues because there are a lot of areas in Detroit where poverty is 75% or higher. What kind of arguments is the city of Detroit making about why those areas that, that do have growth and opportunity in them already should be part of this incentive program? The city's philosophy under Mike Duggan has basically been to shore up vibrant areas in hopes that the growth spills over. There's been some anecdotal evidence of uh, success. In Midtown, you've seen the growth toward Milwaukee Junction and some of those other areas. But it's causing a lot of consternation, particularly in neighborhoods that aren't part of these programs. So the deadline for this program is this week. What are the next steps? The next steps is the federal government is going to decide what areas are going to qualify and what aren't. Um, and that could take that could take several months. One of the issues about this is that this is everyone saying this is a really accelerated program. And the people that I've spoken to have been complaining a little bit that there hasn't been a lot of thoughtfulness and deliberation into the process. Now, th- this program was created in, in late December, right before the holidays. Uh, the rules were promulgated in January, and here it is at the end of March. And we're having to make decisions based on little tiny census tracts all through Michigan. So you're seeing areas like Areas of Chelsea, Michigan, that have 1% poverty are being included in this program. Areas in northern Michigan near the Mackinac Bridge and Emmett County are being included in this program. And a lot of the community development folks that I've spoken to are saying, wait, let's just slow down. Let's try to figure out a better approach to this. But it seems as though the state is, is eager on, on, on to move forward and, and meet this federal deadline without asking for a delay or any kind of deadline extension. How will you be monitoring this going forward as the program comes in and the money comes in and the incentives are distributed? What kinds of things should you watch for in your in your watchdog role as a journalist? Well, this is an issue that's really been, especially in Detroit, has been has been promulgated, you know, time and time again. We're seeing it in, in development and in areas of priority. And so we are keeping an eye on, on you know, how federal tax dollars and how federal tax breaks are being spent, particularly in Detroit, because this is um, increasingly become a, a question of, you know, equity and, and people saying that, you know, there's a have and have not situation in Detroit.